Welcome to episode 17 of Becoming Mindstrong, and today's topic is the single biggest frustration when it comes to fat loss, and it's that question of how long should this take? This is a question that I get asked more than any other. This is a question that at its root is the reason that people are not successful. When it comes to macro tracking, if your numbers are set correctly and barring it some kind of major medical emergency, the only reason that you would not be successful is because you give up. And at the core of giving up is this idea of how long should this take, right? Humans, we want a plan. We want to know what to expect. So in today's episode, we are talking about your weight loss journey, how long it should take, and what factors go into determining the answer to that question. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. Today, we're talking about the biggest frustration when it comes to weight loss. And this biggest frustration is also the number one reason why people aren't successful. When it comes to macros, you guys have heard me say endlessly that this stuff is math and science. So barring some kind of major medical condition, by that I do not mean an overactive thyroid, I do not mean a slow metabolism, a major medical condition, barring that which most of us do not have, when this is done correctly, it works. The only reason that it would not work, barring that major medical condition, is because we give up. And that is the hard truth. But the the issue there is that's easier said than done, right? Because when we just say, stay the course, be consistent, keep going, the logical next question is, well, for how long? When can I expect results? And those questions come from a lack of trusting the process. And that's totally normal, right? How are you expected to trust the process if it's new to you? If I say to you, don't worry, you're going to lose those 10 pounds, I promise. And if you don't, I'll just give you this magic pill and it'll shed those pounds away. By the way, that that magic pill, just to be clear, does not exist. The magic pill is a caloric deficit. But let's say I told you that. You might not be as concerned then about, well, how long is it going to take, right? Because you know at the end of the day, there's a quick fix. It's going to work. The reason we want to know how long is it going to take is so that we can monitor if it's working. Because if you're four weeks in and that scale hasn't budged, then we question, is it working? So we might give it another week or two, but at some point, if we're not seeing the feedback that we expect, that's when we quit. And when we quit, obviously, it's never going to work. So the logical question, there's nothing wrong with this question. It's not a bad question. The logical question is, well, well, how long is this going to take? How can I? What you're really asking is, how can I monitor my progress? And this is exasperated by the fact that we did a whole podcast on the fact that the scale is not the most reliable information. If you didn't yet listen to that podcast, I suggest you to go, I suggest you go back and listen to it. The scale has a place. It is a long-term picture of what's happening. It is not a daily indication. So with both of those things combined of a, a coach or someone else telling you, just trust the process, but you don't trust the process yet, right? You've never done it. And the fact that the scale is not giving you daily information that's that's actually indicative of what's happening, then we're kind of left in the dark of, okay, so 
just give me a ballpark. Give me an idea. Are we talking about a month? Are we talking about six months? Like I'm a human being and I need some kind of plan. So today we're going to dive into the answer to that question. And you already know that the answer is not going, the spoiler alert, the answer is not going to be one month, two months, three months. But the purpose of this podcast is for you to understand what's actually going on, what goes into the answer to that question. And the goal is that it, it gives you some patience. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like you're not being patient, you need to calm down. Of course, we're anxious to see this work, right? Most of us have been in a lifelong struggle with it. But when I say give you patience, I want you to understand that even when you're not seeing the external results, it's working. And I'm going to explain what that means. So you guys know the teacher and me, my favorite way to explain things is to use an analogy. So here we go. Let's say you are a 40 or 50 year old woman. And at this stage in your life, your finances are a hot old mess. Um, Your credit score is not good. You don't have a savings account or you don't have much in there. You've got a whole bunch of credit cards, some of which are maxed out. You're in a bunch of debt. You've still got some student loans floating around somewhere. It's just, it's not a good situation when it comes to your finances. So one day you decide, and we all know this doesn't happen just one day. It's a buildup till we hit our breaking point. One day you decide, you know what? I obviously don't have the money given my current financial state. I don't have the money to invest in a financial advisor, but I know, hashtag bigger life statement, I know that I'm never going to fix this problem from the same state that I'm in. Hashtag bigger life statement when it comes to anything in life. We are never going to fix a problem from the state in which we created it. So you decide it's worth the investment. It's worth the scary leap. I don't have the money, but I know the results are going to pay off. So you decide to invest in a financial advisor. So you sit down with your financial advisor and you go over everything. It's scary as shit, right? You are laying it all out on the table. You are seeing the mess that that has been created over years. You're doing your best not to judge your self-worth by it. You're just looking at data. You're adding up that debt and it's scary and it's hard to hear and it's hard to see on paper. And you're coming up with a plan because the step number one, as we know, again, hashtag bigger life statement is to shine the light of awareness. So you spend a couple hours with this advisor shining the light of awareness on your debt, on your credit score, on a plan, first and foremost, a plan of how you're going to get going forward. I shouldn't say first and foremost, because first is shining the light of awareness. Second is the action plan. Now you walk away from that meeting with a plan and you feel excited and you feel pumped up because you now know where you're going to start cutting back on expenses, how you're going to start saving a little more, how you're going to start auto-paying bills, how you're going to start auto-saving a few bucks each month. You have this solid plan and it is exciting. It feels like a fresh start. So you start. The very next day, you get everything set up. You get everything automated. You start on your new plan. About three weeks later, you check in on everything. You go, you check your credit report. You go, you check your savings account. You, You start keeping an eyeball on what's going on with everything. And much to your dismay, you feel pretty freaking deflated. Because on the surface, your savings account hasn't moved much. Nothing, you don't have that much more money in the bank. There's no drastic change. And then we feel deflated and we say, what the hell? Like, why am I working my ass off? I've done this for three weeks. I've cut back on Starbucks. I've cut back on any bill that I don't have to do. I haven't had a manicure in a month. (laughs) Whatever it is, whatever extras you decided to cut off or whatever you consider extras. And it's not working. 
But if we dig deeper, and here's the point that I want you to really hone in on. If we dig deeper, it is working, right? The only thing you're looking at, that savings account, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the only thing that we can see above water. But if we go under, if we dig deeper, we can see where the change is happening, where it's working is at the most important part. It's in the foundation. It's what's underneath. It's the part of the glacier that we can't see or the iceberg that we can't see. Because what you're actually doing in those three weeks, what you've done is you've started to work your way out of debt, is you started to increase your credit score very, very slowly. And this stuff that you can see above water, that tip of the iceberg, that stuff can't change. You can't see the big physical changes in terms of looking in your savings account, seeing that number go up or whatever else that tip of the iceberg is. You can't see that until the foundation is fixed. So in the case of this analogy, we might look at that savings account and say, well, nothing's worked. Why am I working my ass off for three weeks if nothing's changed? But a ton has changed. Your credit score is going up. You're you're working your way out of debt. And that is the stuff we need to fix first and foremost. And the same thing is true with your health and fitness journey. I cannot tell you how many times, and this is normal. This is not a judgment on them. This is a normal human reaction. And I was like this when I first started, and this is how 99.999% of people are. When I have clients that come to me and they are in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s, even in their 30s, it really just depends on your personal journey, right? In In our finance analogy, it wasn't a matter of how old that person is. It was the situation that they were in at the time. So when someone comes to me and they have a history of jumping from diet to diet, of of going from really overeating to drastically undereating, of cutting out carbs, of going in low-fat diets, their metabolism is the financial situation of our analogy. You with me? So when they come to me and they say, listen, I am super frustrated. I've been tracking my macros consistently for four weeks and nothing is happening. We go back to this this conversation about the iceberg. There is a ton happening. Now, what's not happening is the tip of the iceberg, right? The tip of the iceberg in this case might be that number on the scale, which we know is not the be-all end-all, but that might be a factor. It might be how your clothes are fitting. It might be the physical changes that you see in yourself. That's the stuff we're after. That's the end goal. But just like that savings account, we can't we can't expect that to change at all until the foundation, until what's under the surface is fixed. So in those four weeks, you might not be seeing the physical results that we're after, but I need you to hear me now. And I get very passionate about this because this is why people quit. It is working. You have spent years, you have spent decades beating your metabolism up, putting yourself in debt, so to speak. And that's not a judgment. That's just the data. Right. In order to fix your finances, we had to shine the light of awareness. We had to get real about how much debt you're in, about what your credit score looked like. And it's hard and it's scary. And we don't want to admit that stuff to ourselves. But when we shine the light of awareness, only then can we make the change. So if you've spent decades beating your metabolism up, telling it, process this humongous amount of food. Wait a second. Don't barely process any food. We're not going to eat carbs for a few months. We're going to go on a super high fat diet. Then we're going to go on a super low fat diet. Your metabolism's in debt right now. And our bodies love consistency. Let me say that again. 
Our bodies love consistency. So if you've been tracking macros, that is freaking awesome. That is sitting down with your financial advisor. That is investing in change. That is understanding that you're never going to fix the problem with the salute, with the, the state that got you into that problem. So you have taken the first step to make a change. Now, the second step is to get to ground zero. And I know that's not fun and that's not sexy, right? Nobody says, yeah, I'm working my ass off to get to ground zero, but it's necessary. You can't build a house without the foundation. So if you've been tracking consistently, if you're being spot on with your numbers, and my clients know spot on does not mean perfection, but if you are hitting your macros consistently and the outward results haven't come yet, the key word there is yet. What's going on is all the stuff underwater. It's the part of the iceberg you can't see yet. You are fixing your metabolism. You are training, hear me right now, you are training your body to trust you. And what's going to happen, and I say that with with all the confidence in the universe, what is going to happen is in time, your body is going to trust you. And that's when it's going to release the weight. And it takes time and it's frustrating. And we all want to see those external results, but they can't happen without fixing what's below the surface first. But what happens with the vast majority of people is they make the decision and that's massive and they jump off the cliff and they get help and they're all pumped up. And then a few weeks in, they see it's not working and they don't understand exactly what we're talking about today, that it is working. They just can't see it yet and they quit and it never works and they will spend their entire lives in this cycle. So instead, when you take this knowledge with you, if every time you feel frustrated, it's not working, first and foremost, you check your numbers. Right? If you're working with a coach and it's a good coach who set your numbers, you can usually be confident that they're set right. Right, like My clients can rest assured that it is set right. I'm not going to make a mistake with their numbers. This is what I do. If you've done your numbers yourself, step, might, step one might be to get a coach and double check that they're right or go redo them yourself, check your math, whatever works for you. But once you know they're right, every single time you feel yourself getting frustrated that it's not working, you pause and you breathe, and you remind yourself it is absolutely working. Close your eyes and picture that iceberg. Picture below the surface. Picture construction, building a house, and the foundation that has to be laid first. What's working is you're giving your body the consistency that it needs, not that it wants, that it needs, before it's going to trust you and release that weight. And what's going to happen is over time, as it continues to get that, It will never get that if you quit, but as it continues to get that, it is going to hit a point where it says, okay, like we've been at this for a while. I I get it. I get that this is how many calories a day I'm going to be eating consistently. I'm ready to trust you. I'm ready to release, right? We talked about this conversation a little bit in the podcast episode about water weight, where it's only, we talked about it in the, the analogy of a paycheck, right? If you're living the paycheck to paycheck, you're going to hold tight. But if you're getting a bonus check every month, you're going to spend more. And this is the same idea. In the beginning, your metabolism is going paycheck to paycheck. It is holding tight because it doesn't trust you yet. But over time, the way we build trust with our body is consistency. So when you're giving it that consistency, then it's like, hell yeah, here's my bonus check every month. I'm ready to go spend a little more. And spend in this case means releasing that weight. So unfortunately, I can't tell you how long it's going to take. 
right? If you have trained your metabolism, if you have, if you have been consistent with how you eat for years and years and years, this is going to happen a lot faster for you. For most of us, and I'm saying us because when I started this, that was not me. For 99% of the population, that is not the case. We have spent years beating up our metabolism. So the first step of this process is just to get it to ground zero. And I shouldn't even say just because that's a big freaking deal. Because from there, hear me right now, from there, the results are exponential. It's not like slow progress, progress, slow progress, slow progress, all the way up the hill. It's slow, slow, slow as we even, and then the results start rolling down the hill. So anytime you get frustrated, I want you to pause. I want you to breathe. I want you to come back and re-listen to this. And I want you to remind yourself that what you're doing right now is you're getting out of debt. And it's not sexy. And it's not the thing that, that, that drives us, right? Nobody wakes up every morning saying, let me get out of debt. We wake up and say, you know, let me work towards my financial goals. But you have to do step A before step B can come. The only way you will be successful is if you don't give up. And that's so much easier said than done. It is so easy for a coach, for someone who's done this for years, for someone who trusts the process. Listen, the only reason I trust the process is because I've done it for so long. I didn't trust the process in the beginning. It is only through experience or trust in someone else that we learn to trust it. So if it helps, put your trust in me. It's math and it's science. And I'm telling you that it works every time. But you have to be consistent. You have to give it time. You have to stay the course. So whatever it takes for you to do that, whether it's a mantra, whether it's a visualization of this iceberg, whether it's re-listening to this podcast, whether it's all three, remind yourself, it's working. This is not a case of it's not working, it's not working, it's not working, it's working. It's a matter of I'm getting out of debt, I'm getting out of debt, I'm getting out of debt. Now my savings are exponential. Right. And let's elaborate on that again. I was going to wrap up, but this is a good point. Once you're out of debt, now you can open a high interest savings account if those still existed. (laughs) Hopefully they're coming back. Then your financial growth becomes exponential. Right. It was slow, slow, slow working your way out of debt. But then it's not just whatever money you save every month. It's the money you save every month plus the interest you're earning. And that's how this works. The get out of debt part, the training your metabolism part, that's slow. That's frustrating. That's not seeing the immediate instant gratification that we want. But from there, when your body learns to trust you, that's when the results become exponential. Know your goals. Give it time. Give it consistency. And it will work. I promise you can do this. If you're ready to take complete control of your nutrition and never diet again, Grab my free macro cheat sheet at bit.ly.com slash macro cheat sheet, B-I-T-L-Y.com slash macro cheat sheet. 